0: Well, happy Saturday. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and we're going to take a little bit of time to help you do what a lot of people do when they listen to this show, and that's save you interest on your mortgage. So in case you haven't heard this show before, <clears throat> I'm from a company called Mortgage Teacher. And well, basically, that's exactly what we do. We teach you about different mortgages. So being now Saturday, we want to give a big shout out and say happy Thanksgiving, Hopefully you guys have all got some plans with some family, and let's be honest, what a gorgeous week. This October weather has been fantastic. Of course, the changing colours of the trees, always beautiful. I know, like I always say on this show, I'm from out in the Dorchester area, so I want to give a a big shout-out. We have an exciting time out this weekend, so maybe you're stuck in traffic out this way, or maybe you're listening right now and stuck behind the Dorchester parade. Well, if so, give a big wave over to our friends over at Tommy Devine's house. He's just down from the beer store on the main street and always has a front lawn full of people to wave at the lovely Dorchester Parade. So always a fun time for all the kids and the families out in Dorchester. So from all of us at Mortgage Teacher, we're big out in the Dorchester area. Uh, Enjoy the day, enjoy the fair, enjoy the front lawn and the festivities, but more important, enjoy that weather this weekend. So anyway, from all of us at Mortgage Teacher, another big shout out to all of you for Thanksgiving. So as I was saying earlier in the show, and if you haven't heard the show before, you know, I'll give you a couple of reasons. People say, why would I want to listen to a mortgage teacher? I mean, what kind of value are you gonna give? Well, okay. I'll get quick and simple. I'll name three reasons why, you know, a mortgage teacher or how we can help you. For one, uh, you know, maybe you're looking for a good investment. Believe it or not, and I'm just trying to throw curveballs out there. What I mean by the typical reason to ask for mortgage teachers, hey, what's this first time home buyer incentive? Yeah, that's great if you're a first time homebuyer. But let's be honest. I know the listeners on this show. I know a lot of people on this show have more than 20% equity. A lot of us uh, that listen to this show or tune into this show already own a house. Now, here's why you should listen. Here's what we're going to do on the show today. We're going to give you reasons that we can help you save interest or perhaps, you know, we can supply help that you didn't know you needed. So, for example, if you have any debt outside of your mortgage, if you have a $6,000 line of credit, if you have a $6,000 visa owing, if you have a vehicle that you're about to buy uh, and get financing for it, if you already have a vehicle that's financed, let's talk about that. For example, if you borrow any, any, any consumer debt, so anything outside of the mortgage, then it's worth talking to a mortgage teacher. And here's why, because here's what we've done the last week in the office and we've been doing week after week, as I said on the last show. It's mind-blowing on how we throw money away in interest. So, let's let's just think about this guys. Maybe you're thinking about renovating the house and you need $40,000. Maybe you want to buy a vehicle that costs you 30 to $50,000. You know, those are ways those are borrowing money. If you buy the vehicle, that's fine, but of course, if you have to get financing, let's talk about that. So, say let's just grab an example. Somebody needs $40,000 to renovate their basement. They want to finish the basement, add a bathroom. So, what a lot of us do is we go to our local branch, our bank, and we say, you know, we need some money. The quick answer often, I would say nine times out of 10 is, well, here's a line of credit. You know, maybe it's an all-in-one. Maybe it's some sort of registered line of credit. Oh, we'll just send a car, drive by your house. That's all fine. We'll set up this line of credit. Maybe that's the case. Now, let me ask you this. If you were to borrow $40,000, I'm going to ask you a testing question here. If you were to borrow $40,000, okay, what, what I'm trying to get at, there's different formulas to borrow money. So formula number one, the example is if you were to borrow $40,000 on a Visa card or you can borrow $40,000 on a line of credit, which would you rather do? Okay, let me slow this down a little bit. I'm going to ask you the question again. You know, you want to borrow $40,000 and I'm just going to ask you what formula you think is best. Should I borrow that $40,000 in a Visa or should I borrow that $40,000 in a line of credit? And all of you listening right now, I can guarantee you're saying line of credit, The interest rate's too high on a visa. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, golden star, there you go. So the point I'm getting at, yes, you are correct. The visa is a higher interest rate and the line of credit's a lower interest rate. That's an easy question, Michael, no brainer. Okay, let's back up a little. Of course, yes, it's a higher interest rate, but even more, the visa is compounded daily where the line of credit is only compounded 12 times a year. It's compounded less. So what I mean by that, Let's go way back to even high school days, basic investment math that we learned. When we, in the formula, like I said, if you're investing, you want it compounded as often as possible because as an investment, you're making interest on the interest. But why don't they teach us like this when we're borrowing money? Because to me, that sounds like I want it compounded the least amount as possible. So of course, borrowing $40,000 on a line of credit would be much better than a visa. We all know that answer. No brainer. Okay, now here we go. We're gonna step step it up a little bit. Now you have a choice to borrow $40,000. Would you rather do that in a line of credit or would you rather do that in a mortgage? Ah, I might've stumped some of you. Now, we all often say line of credit because it's easier to get. The banks will sell us on the line of credit no problem because here's why. What is your line of credit rate at? Usually prime plus one, prime plus two, right something like that well folks today prime is at 3.95 so that means your line of credit would be at 5 or 6% wait a minute 5 or 6% compounded 12 times a year hmm that's the formula of my line of credit but if i borrow 40000 in my mortgage what are the interest rates on a mortgage now people a lot a lot lower than 5 and 6% aren't they and a mortgage is only compounded twice a year Hmm. So the funny thing is, we're so easy to answer and so easy to judge. Why would you borrow on a visa when you can get it on a line of credit? But why is it so easy to grab the line of credit and not borrow in the cheapest formula, which is the mortgage? And I guess that kind of summarizes why Mortgage Teacher has done so well here in the city of London. That was free advice. That's exactly what we offer, free advice. We can arrange it at any banking institution you work with. Credit unions, trust companies, it doesn't matter. We deal with them all. This is an exact example of what Mortgage Teacher does. This is all free, and that could have saved you. Oh, heck, guys, we see some crazy examples of what people save. And I mean, I don't just save people, you know, from one rate to the other, you know, $20 a month or $13 a month. That's ridiculous. To find value in what? An example like this could save people, pff, I've seen $725, i have seen up to $1,600 a month. Do you know why? Because when we get caught in the treadmill, when we have any debt outside of our mortgage, that ends up being the old money treadmill. We're set up to pay 300 a month and 400 a month and 500 a month. But then when we look a little bit closer, when we look in the microscope of things, we start to see that that's all interest. So out of the poor $2,500 you're forking out in payments, huh, only 300 might be principal. And at Mortgage Teacher, we can take a look at those numbers. We don't know what to do. I'm not going to sit here and say you should do this or do that. We don't do that. We let the numbers do the talking. We break them down so much that your gray area, hmm, I wonder what's the cheapest way to do it. Well, now the answer is black and white. You make your own decision. Maybe you spend $2,000 to re-register things, but it saves you $24,000. Or maybe you spend $12,000 to save $10,000. Well, that wasn't worth it, but at least now you know what you can do and what you can't. Maybe i have caught your ear in this show and other shows. If you want to look us up, please do. Google Mortgage Teacher. You don't even have to go to our website. Just Google Mortgage Teacher. All the people at the back end making sure you find us. And please, click on the reviews. Read what others here in the city are saying about us. I don't need to do the talking here. I don't need to convince you to look up Mortgage Teacher when you can read it for yourselves. Again, I'm Michael Mullitz, President of Mortgage Teacher, and you can give us a shout, 226-289-2991, and we'll be right back after this news break. Well, hello, and welcome back. If you're still tuning in, thank you very much for not tuning that dial. I know nowadays with so many distractions in life, it's pretty tough to maintain and listen to an exciting mortgage show. <laughs> anyway, in case you are just tuning in, my name is Michael Mullis, and I'm president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And like I said before, that's pretty much what we do. We teach you about all the different mortgages in Canada. Um, it's kind of an unbiased approach. So um, as we know, there's financial planners out there that help us invest and and make money, but Who's out there to help us, you know, not only get a mortgage and set it up, but who's going to help us get rid of the mortgage? And that's exactly what we've been known for here in London, Ontario. Um, You know, give us a Google. Look at what others are saying here in London. I always encourage that. Read up on who you want to use as an advisor. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So uh, on this show, what I was talking about before was if you are tuning in, we understand who our listeners are. And we know the city of London quite well. We can tell because how many people were helping out. So, you know, we know there's not a whole lot of first-time homebuyers listening to this show. There's a lot of people here, uh, lucky enough, in the city that maybe bought a house a couple years ago for $350,000. And lo and behold, their neighbors have just recently sold for $500,000. We hear, hear a lot of these stories. So we have a lot of people calling in right now to see how you can use that equity. And here's what I mean from that. I mean, when you're saving money, you don't want to go put it in a savings account with zero interest, do you? If you have $100,000, what are you told to do with it? You can invest that and make more money with it. Maybe you can do something with it to create a tax deduction. For example, since you know before the year 2000, if you borrow to invest, you get to write off all the interest. So we have a lot of people coming through our office to create that sort of tax strategy. Um, what I mean by that is we deal with a lot of the doctors here in the in the city. Uh, thank you very much, MD Financial. Of course, we work a lot with the smart advisors out there. And what I mean by that is creating smart techniques for the doctors. And because our doctors here in town, as we all know, they work very, very hard. Uh, but what they do is they can make large sums of money. But do they want to take that money home? Do they leave it in a corporation? And how do they set up their home mortgage? So what we do with their financial planner and their accountant is create a smart tax strategy. And what I mean by that, is a lot of, as we know here in Canada, we cannot write off our mortgage at home, correct? I mean, if you work out of the home, you can write off a portion. But in the United States, the Americans write off all the interest off their mortgage. Well, in Canada, we can't. Or can we? If you want to look into a book about this, it's called The Smith Maneuver, written by a gentleman called Fraser Smith. Look it up. You can find the book on Yahoo, no problem. And if I, or sorry, on... I lost my train of thought there um, anyway, you can find the book online sorry, thank you very much on Amazon. you can find it so yes, you can find that book online it's the Smith maneuver it 's about the tax deductible mortgage so i 'll give you a quick example, and I have talked about this on the show before, and you can reach out and we can talk again. but basically, what happens is you leverage the equity on your house. so the quick example, like I said at the beginning of this break, say you have a house that's you bought it for three hundred, you have a mortgage for two fifty but now it's worth 500 over the last few years and your mortgage is only 150. So now you have hundreds of thousands of equity in the house. Well, like I said, what would you do if you had a couple hundred thousand in the bank? Would you leave it in there interest free? Probably not. Now, a lot of us grow nowadays and we use that money to build a bigger portfolio. Hence the professional around you, the investor It has to be a very good relationship. Obviously, if you're investing with someone, you better trust that person. Okay. Um, You need an accountant. Well, these people help develop tax strategies to help, you know, make sure you're paying the least amount of tax, but of course, doing what's right and making sure you have clean books. Okay. If you ever get an audit, that's why I have an accountant to protect my family, me and my businesses. Makes sense. And of course, the mortgage professional can help set all this up. So in case you haven't heard this before, say you do have a couple hundred thousand equity in your house. What are you doing with it? There's too many opportunities to be investing out there. Maybe you want to invest in real estate. So here's an example of what I've done, okay? Say my house is worth, I don't know, let's go with the same, $500,000, and I only owe about $150,000. I could take about $100,000 out of that and readvance it and use that as a down payment on a rental property. Maybe my wife and I want to build a bit of a, you know, a couple income properties to build a retirement plan. It's a great city to do that in, okay? We have many working professionals, students that we can help rent out. So what happens is, Say you have to borrow, you know, say you're buying a house and you need $77,000 to put down. You borrow the $77,000 from your house, okay? Us at Mortgage Teacher designed that to have a separate statement. Now, as I said earlier in the show, you want to borrow that as cheap as you can also. So we'll arrange how that would work at Mortgage Teacher. And then you have a separate statement. So. For example, my mortgage would be $150,000 owing. That would be one statement, but now I have a separate statement for $77,000. That's the statement I give to my account to say, hey, make sure you write this off because I borrowed this money from my house to invest it in this investment property. Therefore, I get to tax deduct all the interest. And then, of course, you have the mortgage itself, which is written on the uh, rental property that you would be writing off that interest too. So now for those people out there, like I said earlier in the show, the doctors, the people that need the tax deductions, these are the, the people that do this. Maybe you want to invest in real estate or maybe you have other investments, but this sort of strategy, borrow against your house to invest, not only makes you a bigger book of business because now you're having your money work for you, but the tax deductions alone are what help you. These are the years when you, you're in your 40s and your 50s that you're getting taxed so much. So this is when you have to take advantage of these. Now, picture that down the road. When you're in a lower income bracket, that's great. Now you've got these rental properties. They're you know bringing in a positive cash flow. And then you can start to live off of those income properties. So this is just another example. But maybe it's something like um, you want to borrow to invest in something else. Well, that can be the same sort of strategy. You deal with your financial planner because they're the ones that are building the confidence and in investing for you. And your accountant sets all this up. Uh, to help, or sorry, that's mo- the mortgage teacher sets it up that the accountant can easily do the books, nice and clean books. So these are the type of strategies we do as far as, you know, borrowing to invest. Like I said earlier in the show, maybe you want to borrow to pay out debt. Hey, you're already paying out that interest anyway. You know, why not pay in a less formula? Like I said earlier in the show, again, why borrow in a line of credit when a formula towards a mortgage is much cheaper? So a mortgage teacher will do those numbers to see if you can save. Now, what I want to end with, and this has been crazy with the amount of business we're seeing, we are seeing a lot of people take money out to maybe buy that rental property. We are seeing a lot of people that the cottage market is pretty active right now. Now that the summer's done, some people have listed their places, and there's a lot of people out looking. So perhaps you're that type that has always wanted to buy that family cottage. And I've said it on the show before, Airbnb is changing the landscape, meaning it's more desirable to own a property now, maybe, or maybe it's just, hey, Kijiji, you can list it on there. All I'm trying to say is now when you own that vacation property, you have other avenues to be able to rent it out easier. It was really hard to get out that message before. I mean, making a little, you know, flyer and putting it up in your locker room of where you work or something like that to rent out the cottage. Well, now you have online sources. So you can maybe buy that cottage, um, start to have your family attend there, but you can still rent it out a little bit more to create the tax deduction for your cottage. So I do see a lot of people not, you know, instead of waiting until they're 50 or 60 to buy that cottage, they're starting to get that cottage a little bit earlier, Uh, you know, maybe in their 30s and 40s, so they can enjoy the cottage with their family and then, of course, create the tax deduction. So if any of these have caught your ear, please, again, give us a shout. My name is Michael Mullis, President of Mortgage Teacher, and you can call us at 226 289 Two nine nine one, And just to kind of summarize the show is, hey, we're doing great here in the city of London, guys. It's fantastic. The market's still moving. Good old London, steady Eddie. Our houses are going up in value. You know, a lot slower than they were the last couple of years. But let's be honest, that was chaos. Okay. So now that you found that new equity in the house, use it. What are you doing to get ahead? Use it. Use it wisely. Use it to pay out any consumer debt. Maybe you're stuck on that money treadmill and you don't like the way your debt's coming down. Maybe you've always wanted to do those rentals around the house. Get those done. Now is the time. Because whatever you put into the house, you're going to get right back. Say your house is worth two fifty, dollars and you want to finish the basement. Your house is probably going to be worth 3 when you're done. Maybe you want to use this equity to invest. Create a tax deduction. That's what we said here. Maybe you want to use that money to get ahead. Buy a second income property and build that tax deduction and rental portfolio. Or lastly, maybe you can use that equity out of your house to buy that family cottage to build the memories for your family. Whatever that may be, for free, we are here to help no matter what institution you're working with. It's free, folks. Look us up at mortgageteacher.com. And I'm signing off. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend.